as each day goes on, more and more people are offended by more and more things. And new adjectives to describe new, newly invented types of bigots um, come out every day. And it's just impossible. It's just a very small window of things you're allowed to talk about getting smaller and smaller and smaller. Hey everybody, I'm Christian and you are watching Ride the Fence. This episode is going to be a little bit different than other episodes and by a little bit different, I mean a lot different. I don't have a guest with me today and I'm not even really covering the news. This is about Dugan leaving the show, Bruce leaving the show, and me leaving the left. And I want to point out why. It's because there are people out there who right now refuse to acknowledge the fact that these medications that are given to children to uh, prevent pause, they say, puberty, and it's totally reversible. These medications have thousands of cases of side effects on record. Um, they have, if one and maybe more than one, I'm not totally sure, I can't remember, but it's in the sources that I'm going to provide to you in the description of this video on YouTube. So just check down there um, and fact check it, okay? Um, against these, um, you know, I guess the, the people who create the medication um, for some of these side effects and problems. And, and on top of that, um, a lot of these side effects are not reversible, okay? And also, children are incapable of making a decision that momentous, okay? There is no way that, a, that anyone could convince me a 17-year-old um, should be able to have a panectomy or even prevent their puberty, even if it were to only be reversible and temporary, um, which it's not. Um, and by not, I mean a lot of these side effects are permanent, Okay, and that's a fact. Okay, so it, all the fact checking in the world is not going to solve the solve your problems here. Okay, anybody who's willing to do that to a kid, um, or allow that to be done to a kid, I question their judgment, and I want to be on the record saying that I have a problem with it. And that doesn't make you a transphobic to point out that a child should not be um, going through that. And and here's a, here's just a little side you know side piece here. Okay. Phobia, okay, that is like an intense dislike or fear of some of 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 something, okay. So when you put trans and then phobia together, that means that you have an extreme dislike or fear of trans people. Well, let me point something out real quick. I am not scared of trans people, and I do not dislike trans people. This has nothing to do with how I feel um, as far as whether or not someone's a good person or whether or not I like them. This is specifically pointing out the fact that children should not be making these choices because they are not capable of making a choice that's that big. It's just a fact. Okay. And another thing to point out here is the fact that I gave Bruce and Dugan an opportunity weeks ago um, to step away from this and they chose not to. They caved not because they don't agree, but because they are incapable of telling the truth if that means that it's going to hurt their reputation. You know, one person I was talking to earlier described Dugan as the ultimate midtowner. And, you know, I like Dugan, but for anybody who lives in Memphis um, or even lives in any city that has an artsy midtown area, that is a really good description. Um, I love you, Dugan, but damn, that, that really describes you well. I am here to point out the fact that I have a problem with anyone who condones a child 
doing any of this stuff like that. And not only that, but I'm just done with political correctness and trying to walk on eggshells for people who, frankly, don't seem to give a damn about the science when it refutes what it is that they say. Um, and, and, and who pulls the race card and brings up race every single time that they're out of ammunition. It's like if, if you disagree with something that, it, that they um, agree with, then you now are either a racist, a sexist, a homophobe, a xenophobe, a, some sort of bigot, and, and, or some phobe. And it's just crazy because it, it stifles all. As a matter of fact, when I posted my distaste for children being able to go through with any of the stuff like that, the chair of the DSA in Memphis removed me without a vote. Okay. Does that sound like democracy? Because the title of the DSA is Democratic democratic socialist of America, democratic. There's nothing democratic about that. And honestly, I think that that's a good example of the, as someone said to me earlier, yeah, that's the socialist part of it. Um, and I think that's, that's really the perfect way to, to explain it because here we are in a situation where you can't tell the truth about anything. You're not even allowed to talk about this if you're white or you're cis. When you see someone say the word cis, that's when you know just to stop listening because you've already ran into someone who is a act. They're the bigot. They're the bigot at 99.99999% of the time. And I haven't met that 0.00001% of the time. I haven't met that, that person. But whenever you hear, hear anybody say that or use a word like heteronormative or anything like that or any of those really strange, like when you hear that stuff, that's when you know you're talking to someone who, I mean, you're just wasting your time. You shouldn't even listen to what they have to say because... There's, there's no, there's no justifying anything and not that you should even need to, to be honest with you. There's, there's just no explaining anything or discussing anything. Um, so I just want to distance myself from the left. I, that doesn't mean that I've changed my stance on single payer or any of the other things that we've talked about throughout all of this. It just means that I don't want to be associated with people who aren't willing to, allow a dissenting opinion to me that sounds like fascism you know it sounds like you know a large group of people um silencing something that they don't agree with at all cost going out of their way to try to prevent someone from that's what that sounds like to me when you say when you take up for a minor okay and then a lot of people step out and say, well, you're just not allowed to say that. That's transphobic, and you're a white male. You're not allowed to talk about it. You're not allowed to discuss this. Why? You know, no one asked for your opinion. Well, no one asked you to watch the show. No one asked you to read my post. No one asked you to do any of that. But yet here you are. And I consider myself to be an independent thinker, you know, somebody who is who does their best to look at things as objectively as possible. And I have failed a lot of times. I've said really hateful things about people who voted for Joe Biden. I've said really hateful things about people who voted for Donald Trump. I've said a lot of disrespectful things that are just off the cuff, me just talking shit. And I, I, I feel bad about that. I, not that I like Trump because I don't. Not that I like Biden because I don't. My point here is that I feel like I have been sort of strong-armed 
into caring more about people's feelings than um, than being able to talk about something. I feel like being a part of the left is so militant and so um, really just demoralizing because you then have to be you have to be silent whenever whenever it's going to hurt someone's feelings. And as each day goes on, more and more people are offended by more and more things and new adjectives to describe new newly invented types of bigots um, come out every day. And it's just impossible. It's just a very small window of things you're allowed to talk about getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And eventually no one will be able to talk about anything unless they're like the ultimate combination of everything. Like you're a minor and you're black and you're trans and you're pansexual and you're, and just add as many adjectives as you possibly. And you're an immigrant. You're every single, you know, like small group in a row. And that's the only way you're allowed to talk about something with impunity or just tell the truth or just exercise your right to free speech. And you even have to worry about just what you say being censored on social media platforms, just because it's, I don't even know why. I don't even know why anymore. But I say all of that to say that I, months ago, I gave uh, Bruce and Dugan the opportunity to, I'm about to play the video clip that I showed them, um, that really started making me question my choices thus far. And they decided that when I finally did speak about it weeks later, month later, um, once this Arkansas bill went through, that they you know, oh, we have to separate ourselves from this militant, dishonest rhetoric. And there's nothing militant about it. There's nothing dishonest about it. They're the dishonest ones. They're the militant ones. And they want to try to paint everyone else to be that because they're too scared of losing all that fucking clout that they get on fucking Facebook. And I just, I don't care about any of that. What I care about is telling the truth. And I'm going to go out of my way to tell the truth to the nth degree, no matter what it takes. If that if that includes pointing out someone's obvious biological sex because it's relevant or or if it has to do with protecting a minor from being from taking things off label that could be potentially dangerous and irreversible then i'm going to to talk about it i'm going to mention things um, when they deserve to be mentioned when they ought to be mentioned when they're serious when they're important i'm going to tell the truth whether you like it or not so if anybody's interested in that i i encourage you uh, to click that subscribe button, whatever platform it is you're listening to us on. If you're watching us on YouTube, click subscribe, click that little bell, click all, so you actually get notified when a video comes out. Because I'm not going to be um, constrained like this. I'm not going to be restricted like this from pointing out something that's obviously disgusting, sickening, it's wrong, it's immoral, it's it's absolutely unacceptable. And I'm not going to to sit back and say nothing because I'm too scared of a bunch of people um, in Midtown, who probably half of them still live with their fucking mom, that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And I appreciate everybody who has continued to watch this video, these videos so far and listen to our show so far. I appreciate you. And to everyone who is just now making it, welcome. Please click that subscribe button. Please share this with other people. Um, because even though I don't agree um, with a lot of things that um, conservatives say, that libertarians say, um, that other, you know, people who consider themselves like me to be independent say, um, I at least appreciate the fact that there is no 
you know, silencing trying to go on, you know, going on to this degree. Now, I would say that that um, Republicans in many situations in the past have been um, the perpetrators of cancel culture. So I want to distance myself from that as well. I want to distance myself from all people who are willing to deny reality, to deny the science, to gain more clout. Um, or to try to shut someone up. You know, I, I, I just don't want to have anything to do with any of that anymore. No more. And I guess James uh, Dugan and Bruce White do. So I want to go ahead and play these little clips, and I guess we'll get out of here. This is what I sent to them months ago, and I think that it should disturb anybody who watches it. And not only that, but I say this and also want to mention the fact that I don't even like Rand Paul. Okay, I don't even like the guy. But even a broken clock is right twice a day. <clears throat> Genital mutilation has been nearly universally condemned. Genital mutilation has been condemned by the WHO, the United Nations Children's Fund, the United Nations Population Fund. According to the WHO, genital mutilation is recognized internationally as a violation of human rights. Genital mutilation is considered particularly egregious because, as the WHO notes, it is nearly always carried out on minors and is a violation of the rights of children. Most genital mutilation is not typically performed by force, but as WHO notes that by social convention, social norm, the social pressure to conform, to do what others do and have been doing, as well as the need to be accepted socially and the fear of being rejected by the community. American culture is now normalizing the idea that minors can be given hormones to prevent their biological development of their secondary sexual characteristics. Dr. Levine, you have supported both allowing minors to be given hormone blockers to prevent them from going through puberty, as well as surgical destruction of a minor's genitalia. Like surgical mutilation, hormonal interruption of puberty can permanently alter and prevent secondary sexual characteristics. The American College of Pediatricians reports that 80 to 95% of prepubertal children with gender dysphoria will experience resolution by late adolescence if not exposed to medical intervention and social affirmation. Dr. Levine, do you believe that minors are capable of making such a life-changing decision as changing one's sex? Well, Senator, thank you for your interest in this question. Um, transgender medicine is a very complex and nuanced field um, with robust research and uh, standards of care that have been developed. And if I am fortunate enough to be confirmed as the Assistant Secretary of Health, I will look forward to working with you and your office and coming to your office and discussing the particulars of the standards of care for transgender yeah, medicine. The, the okay, so that's just the first part of the clip. I'm about to play the other part again, but I just want to point this out. This is not acceptable, and he's right for calling it out. And if it is only a hypothetical, if as the leftists out there who point out that, um, you know, all cis white males, cis heterosexual white males um, only want to point out hypotheticals and, and, you know, debate about them because it has no relevance to their life and it's just fun or whatever the fuck, you know, there's all these memes like that. Uh, if it's only a hypothetical, then why does it bother you so bad that people want it to end? I mean, when will you just be honest with the world and just say, hey, I'm an immoral piece of shit? Because you are an immoral piece of shit if you think that that's acceptable. 
The specific question was about minors. Let's be a little more specific since you evaded the question. Do you support the government intervening to override the parent's consent to give a child puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones, and or amputation surgery of breasts and genitalia? You have said that you're willing to accelerate the protocols for street kids. I'm alarmed that poor kids with no parents who are homeless and distraught you would just go through this and allow that to happen to a minor. I would hope that you would have compassion for Kira Bell, who's a 23-year-old girl who was confused with her identity. At 14, she read on the internet about something about transsexuals. She thought, well, maybe that's what I am. She ended up getting these puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones. She had her breasts amputated. But here's what ultimately she says now. And this is a very insightful from decision from someone who made a mistake but was led to believe this was a good thing by the medical community. I made a brash decision as a teenager, as a lot of teenagers do, trying to find confidence and happiness, except now the rest of my life will be negatively affected, she said, adding that the medicalized gender transitioning was a very temporary, superficial fix for a very complex identity issue. What I'm alarmed at is that you're not willing to say absolutely minors shouldn't be making decisions to amputate their breast or to amputate their genitalia. For most of our history, we believe that minors don't have full rights and the parents need to be involved. So I'm alarmed that you won't say with certainty that minors should not have the ability to make the decision to take hormones that will affect them for the rest of their life. Will you make a more firm decision on whether or not minors should be involved in these decisions? Senator, uh, transgender medicine is a very complex and nuanced field. Uh, and if confirmed to the position of Assistant Secretary of Health, I would certainly be pleased to come to your office and talk with you and your staff about the standards of care and the complexity of this field. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me right now? Dodging the question twice, two times, two times, can't answer the question. If it's a hypothetical, what's the problem? What's the problem with saying no? The reality is that it's not a hypothetical. It actually happens and um, it's fucked up. It's fucked up and it's dangerous and it's sad. It's sad that we are allowing this to go on and no one wants to say anything. You think somebody who can't consent to sex, can't even legally watch porn, can't drive a car um, legally ought to be going through any of this? A kid who, if you left them on their own, they'd probably eat nothing but cheese puffs for breakfast, lunch, and dinner and fruit gushers and stuff. I mean, you, these are not, this is not acceptable. And this is, this is why there's a difference between a child and a parent. Okay. But it is what it is, okay? Apparently, there's some people that were on the show who, um, you know, their views are moral, morally questionable, and they don't, um, you know, they care more about what people think of them than about telling the truth. And the, the fact of the matter is here is the truth matters, even if it hurts people's feelings, even if it offends them. Do you, should you just go around and just purposely offend people all the time and that's it and that's all you ever do? No, of course not. Then you're just an asshole. Um, I think we all, you know, poke at people a little bit and just give them a hard time, but um, that's, not, that's not what anybody's advocating for here. The, the fact is, is you're not allowed to tell the truth anymore because you're a something phobe. You're a, 
You're a you're a sexist. You're a racist. You're a misogynist. You're a somethingist. You're a something phobe. It's always something if you tell the truth. And I don't want to be a part of that anymore. Um, I, I I have disliked identity politics for the longest time, but I do admit that you know part of me started to get sucked into that, and that's why I'm stepping away from it. And and honestly, I am. Uh, you know, I love you, Dugan, but I'm glad now that I am able to just tell the truth. I don't have to, not that I was just sitting around lying, but I was avoiding talking about things just to avoid offending people that obviously have um, pretty, pretty fucked up views. And I'm, I feel a little bit better knowing that I don't have their support. So anyway, y'all have a good one. I will see you on the segment cover in the news very, very soon.